Hey girl, hey! Have you ever had a goal in mind that just seemed too big that you didn't pursue it? You didn't see how you could take it from idea to breaking it down into steps to implementing and executing on it. So it just has never happened, right? I've been there and my client, Mary, has also been there. I've worked with Mary over the last six months and she's now at the point where she can boldly and confidently step into this space of going after what the Lord is leading her to do. And it's never going to be easy, right? But in this particular episode, what I want you to witness is how we take this huge, broad goal and break it down into manageable milestones. We chunk down her goal, set some dates, put things into place, figure out what the next steps are, when we're going to follow up on things, and also get really real about what's holding her back. So I hope that this blesses you. And I hope that if you are in Mary's position, that you would just put yourself in her shoes and pretend like I'm coaching with you. I'm asking you these questions so that you can take that idea and turn it into something that is tangible so that the Lord can use it to bless others and glorify his name. I'm excited to share this with you. I hope you're ready. Let's do it. listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, we worked through the first part, reviewing goals to date. Let's talk through what you really wanted to focus on as far as like tackling new goals or in general goals, because it sounds like you wanted to kind of better understand chunking down. So talk me through where you're struggling and let's, let's pick up where you are. I think figuring out what's a good chunk to chunk down. You know what I mean? I don't really have an example, but I have a goal, but then there's different steps to the goal, but what steps come first what steps are like what should be a step that kind of thing does that make sense yeah did I ever send you the 30 day 30 days to complete a goal workbook I don't think so okay I'll send it to you later but this is what I do there so the first thing you have to do is land on why you're you're pursuing that goal. So what goal do you have in mind? We'll just work on that one right now. I guess we can do writing. Okay. So what specifically, the first thing with setting any goal, it has to be a smart goal. It has to be specific. It has to be measurable. It has to be attainable. Otherwise it's like, you know, too far. Right. And it has to be reasonable and time bound, right? Like you, you need to put a time limit or a deadline in place so that you can work toward a milestone within a given time 
period. Because if not, you'll just be working toward the same thing forever and extending timelines based on inconveniences, circumstances, things that come up. Like everything will always come up, honestly. So you have to commit. So what is the specific goal? Starting the blog. Okay, so starting the blog. I personally like to draw out what the motivation is there. Why is this a goal? Why now? What are you trying to accomplish? And why is this more important than other things that come to mind? Because as you pursue this thing, other things will come to mind and you have to put them in their place. So talk me through first, why this? And then why now? Well, I've always felt called to write and I haven't, I haven't. Why now? I think I feel more ready to start, you know, and I, I want to be obedient in my calling and to use the gifts that I've been given. Sorry. What was the other question? Why this over any other goal? I think it's because my desire to be obedient, I think is the why. Yeah. Very good. Have you prayed about this goal? Yes. Has the Lord made it abundantly clear that this is it? Yes, I think so. Very good. And in times when you're discouraged, in times when you are not motivated, and in times when you would rather do something else, what is going to bring you back to the the commitment? What is going to help you stick it? I think knowing that this is something I feel chosen to do or that I have been chosen to do. And even though I don't know if I always have the right words that God will give those words. Yeah, I that's right. I know that I've believed some lies and they have been a distraction, but praying about it, asking God specifically about those things, wording those fears or whatever specifically to him is what will bring me back to the truth. Yeah. A hundred percent. And the lies are going to keep coming up, right? So what is the number one way that you will combat the lies? Prayer, honestly, because asking God, okay, is this a lie or is this something that you're trying to teach me? You know, because just because we have a thought doesn't always mean that it's a lie, you know, but if it's causing fear or doubt, then it's probably a lie. But if I ask the Lord that specifically, then I can overcome it, I guess. You also need to turn to the word because if it's a lie, it's not going to line up 100% with scripture. True. Yes. So pray about it and pray that the Holy Spirit would point to the scripture that would reveal to you whether it is a lie from the pit of hell or if it's God giving you direction, you know? And it goes without saying anything that doesn't align with scripture is not going to be fruitful. You can try to swing it, right? You can try to kind of finagle your way through a situation where you're making it fit, but it either fits or it doesn't. And that's it. Right. Yeah. Very good. All right. So starting a blog is a, is a, a fun endeavor. I know because I blog, I think the biggest thing, and you've already been working on this, is knowing who you're speaking to. Because 
when you know who you're speaking to, you know what language to use and punctuation and all that doesn't matter to people because people are terrible at writing anyway. What matters is the messaging, right? Even if you are down the line going to you know, write a book or whatever, you have editors who get paid for that, right? Like they have all the grammar, they have all the things that they need, and they probably have software that will do it for them anyway. But the purpose of all of this is to share a message. So when you're being obedient to the Lord, you have to remember that it's not going to look perfect. And that is okay. If he wanted you to be perfect, then he wouldn't have made us the way that we are if he wanted us to be perfect. Then we wouldn't have to rely on it, right? We would not need the blood of Jesus to cover us and and join us to him. So setting that aside, understanding that perfection is not attainable, it's not reasonable, right? Thinking about SMART goals, write this down, S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and time-bound. It misses the mark, being perfect on all these things misses the mark on several of the the parts of this, the acronym that are a non-negotiable when it comes to setting this goal, okay? That alone tells you can't be part of the equation. So the biggest thing to start with is your why. The second biggest thing is, well, I think the biggest thing is seeking the Lord, which you've done. The second biggest thing is the why. And then the third biggest thing is understanding what it actually looks like so that you can reverse engineer it. Do you know what I mean by that? maybe tell me what you think it means see my vision so that I can take the steps apart in order to accomplish it yeah 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 yeah. so you know that if you are trying to design you're trying to decorate your house you're going to go to Pinterest for all the inspiration right so you can see what it looks like and then you put the pieces in place what do you do from there you figure out where to find the pieces How much do they cost? Where do you pull that money from, right? You have to start budgeting for that. But before you do that, you have to know what it looks like. And this is not necessarily a vision board. This is more so understanding what big picture it looks like so that you can break down the details. Okay. So a blog naturally is going to be a space where you share your words. It doesn't have to be a .com. It doesn't have to be like anything in particular, right? There's a lot of different places where you can share your words. Microblogging, if that's what you want to do, you already have Instagram. But if you want long form content, if you want to share more essay style pieces, that's going to require that you find a place to host all of these words, Mm -hmm. right? So what is the big picture? The big picture is a place where people can go to find your words and to relate to them, right? All right. So if you are, let's actually, I'm gonna share my screen. That way we can break this down. You know, sometimes I wish that sharing my screen was a little easier. There it is. All right, so make a copy. We're gonna call this Mary Read Log Gold. Very good. All right, so. Big picture goal, start a blog. Not start, start is part of it, but blog, right? Right. So what does that actually require? It requires a space to host it. Okay. 
part of your homework is going to be researching where to host ideas tumblr blogger.com you could purchase your own domain but if you don't know if you're not married to the name of a blog yet then outside of using your own name it's probably not a good idea yep etc so you got to research where to host that's part of it right what else do you need for a blog a name blog name words words what are your words trying to communicate right a message what's the theme and this is just like foundational marketing who in the world is going to read your words women who are looking up the words that you are sharing so you're going to have keywords right you're going to have some of the the like primary themes that are going to speak to the pain points women want to read about so if you think about people like Felicia Masonheimer, she talks about discipleship of her kids a lot. A lot of women go to her for that, right? What is the key word there? Discipleship, raising kids, right? Raising kids God's way, things like that. These longer form keywords, they're just like more words in the phrase. They are searchable terms. So you want to know what your person is searching, right? But before you can even know that, what do you need to know? Who they are. Who they are. Yeah. What they're going. What they're going through. What you want to talk about with respect to that, right? And then how that relates to what they're going through. What you're talking about. What your person, ideal reader, is going through. What the reader is searching for on Google or whatever. What keywords stand out to them. And... What you're talking about when it comes to like thinking about what you're actually going to talk about, just think themes, right? So when it comes to who I'm speaking to, themes that come up are anxiety, productivity, consistency in Bible study or anything else, right? Habits, things like that. Like these are the things that I talk about so people know to associate me with those things. So what will you be associated with? Number one, obedience, learning how to discern God's voice, Mm. obedience when we are struggling through a trial or just any kind of, I don't know if I want to say any kind of suffering because I can't speak to all of that, but I guess like anxiety or Mm. depression, learning what daily obedience means. And then like, Taking things we learn in scripture and using that to see what what we can change and turn our behavior into obedience. Does that make sense? Scripture-inspired obedience? Yes. Okay. Obedience is still a key thing. So it sounds like you're very specific in what you're talking about. Obedience and discerning God's voice. And then obedience can break down into a number of, I mean, you could talk about obedience all day, right? Obedience in motherhood, in marriage, in this, in that, in literally everything. So I think the the thing that stands out to me is like the hard seasons, because that's when people are like, yes, holding on to their ways. Yeah. And obedience in the hard seasons is the hardest. I can obey all day long if my life is good, but mm-hmm. if I'm sitting on the floor in the bathroom crying over something, obedience 
in casting my anxieties on the Lord is going to be harder. This is how I know <laughs> this is the thing. Cause you just, your energy went up three notches. Your, your excitement, right. You're smiling, your body language changed. You started like moving your head. You don't even do that on the regular. <laughs> so this is definitely something that you're passionate about. And I'll tell you, not my thing to talk about, right? Because I'm sitting here like, okay, girl, you know, <laughs> but that's, that's what you want, right? That's the, one of the things that the Lord gives us is like these physical changes in us when we get super passionate about something. So you, you are literally lit up about this and this is a, a great sign to me. So I'm excited about that. All right. Coming back to, I'm going to give you homework on this. So you're going to continue to just kind of talk through that, but this is not, you know, this is just a piece of that, like knowing what you're talking about. You want to know who you're talking to, right? What are the things that light you up? What is she going through that you can speak to? So that's going to be something that you're going to talk through. And I know you're working through Felicia's course. I think that this is a really good graduating moment because just a couple of days ago, just yesterday, you were like, oh, I don't even know, you know, but you prayed about it. So this is definitely an answer to prayer. I see it. Okay. Quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let Jor's Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jor's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jor's Joy. And guess what? The link is in the show notes. All right, back to the show. You need words. You need a blog name. What else do you need for a blog? Honestly, I'm not 100% sure on everything you need for a blog. So if you're going to be hosting on one of these other websites, like if you haven't landed on a blog name, if you don't have, if you want to do it like free and scrappy right now, you don't need much. You need maybe a blog name. You might not even need a blog name that can come over time, especially as you get feedback from your readers. But you definitely need, need some words. You need topics. You need to build time into your day to do this so that you can be consistent. You need to commit. So schedule it out. Schedule it out. Make this a quadrant two activity. Okay. And when it's a quadrant two activity, you're marrying it. There is commitment no matter what, right? It is the priority for the time that you scheduled it, okay? Nothing comes in lieu of it unless it's an emergency, right? If you're gonna commit to this, because blogs take time, they take commitment to build out, right? You have to stick to it even if no one's reading for a while. You are going to need to figure out what day and time each week you can do this so that your kids are not interrupting, so that nothing can be the excuse regarding why you didn't get it done. Right. So you have to figure out your schedule. I need you to go back to your schedule. I need you to find a time block where this is going to be your writing block. And it needs to be your writing block each week. Even if it's just once a week for like an hour, you need to marry this. And I need you to commit to this. If you're going to see this through, you're not going to see traction for several months, right? Like if you have really good SEO and we'll talk through that at a later time, but if you have really good like keyword and SEO optimization, then of course your blog is going to be found because the internet's going to help you. 
But to do that, there's foundational things that you need to get through first. Right. Okay. So time block. You need to marry it and block it. Commit to a writing block each week. Look at your schedule. Move around priorities. Marry the thing. And what else do you think you need? What about an like an outline of topics and um, not a schedule because we wouldn't schedule it out yet for until the blog is released, but like. You could, that's what I do. Yeah. I'll share my template with you for what I do for podcasting because I write out my episodes in advance. I, I outline them and it helps me number one, stay on topic and number two, do any research I need to do in advance so that it sits in one place and then I can actually record. So blogging is just the written form of podcasting, right? Right. A little more refined because you you can leave out the ums and the random awkward pauses, but ultimately you're sharing long form content for the the ideal reader or audience who enjoys that. And it does help to plan out the content because what it does is allow you to strategize in advance. So it sounds like what you're describing is strategy. Yes. So what to write when it needs to be released. And if I'm doing a series, I guess, because I do have a couple ideas for a series. Mm-hmm. So I could take that series idea and put it into smaller pieces mm-hmm. and I need to plan out those pieces. So plan, prepare, and execute. Yeah standard for anything, right? Right. So what we did is we took a big idea and we chunked it down. Is it specific? Yes. Is it measurable? Yes. Because we can see when each of these things falls into place, you can check off that milestone. All right. Is it attainable? Absolutely. What you did just in sharing all of these smaller pieces is break down, this is called chunking down, break down the individual like item lists, right? Action items, task lists. You create a task list out of this huge idea, right? Is it reasonable? Do you think it's reasonable? Yes. I think it's reasonable too. Now, the only thing we didn't do is put a time on everything. So the biggest question is when do you want to launch the actual blog? And what is the launch schedule going to look like? Are you going to blog every week? Are you going to release one every month? Is it going to be biweekly? I think once a month, it's too little. Okay. Um, Maybe starting out biweekly, but the ultimate goal would be weekly just until we get traction and stuff like that. You, you're the one just until you get traction. Right. And guess what? Traction is not going to come overnight. So frequency is obviously going to help because the more consistently you're putting out content, the better chances you have of being found. Same thing with podcasting. What is going to be the thing that catapults you into weekly blog posts versus bi-weekly and why would one right now be more appealing than the other? I think the thing that would be helpful is the planning ahead and having the the ability 
in the pieces to do for a month. You know what I mean? If I have enough content planned and written already, then I can do the weekly. So it sounds like ideas is the biggest hurdle. Yes. For example, my Instagram, I did start running out of ideas. So I was posting weekly, well, twice a week, I would do the book review. And then I would do like a more of an an advice post. Mm -hmm. And then I started running out of ideas. So I stopped posting twice a week. Just having the ideas ahead of time Mm -hmm. and knowing, even if it's just a list of ideas, then I can go back and, you know, make the thing happen. Here's why knowing who you're talking to is part of the foundation before even thinking up content. If you know what she's going through, you can find women who are going through that and ask them what they want to read about. And they will give you the ideas. And then you just make it. That's called market research. And market research is crucial to any business, blog, et cetera. Like anything that is serving someone else requires that you do research. And we're going to, I'm going to add that to your homework, do research. But before you know who to talk to, you need to know who you're talking to. You see what I'm saying? Yep. We were talking about that yesterday in Boxer and I was sharing, you know, it sounds like some of the things that you're concerned with are just distractions. It's just the enemy trying to get into your head and tell you you're not equipped and you have to wait until this is happening until you start to do the thing that God is telling you to do. And I understand because I've been there, but I don't want you to fall into the trap of thinking that it's actually a valid reason to delay. You know what I mean? And if anything, if there is going to be a delay, I think it should be a fruitful delay, right? A tactical delay. Because during that time of you figuring out how to write the sentences, you would better use that time to figure out what the women want to hear about. And then, you know, if you have to outsource editing, or if you just like sign up for a free trial of Grammarly or something like that, that'll give you the sentences, right? And over time, you'll build the muscle of writing and your, your sentence structure and all of the punctuation and all of the grammar and spelling, et cetera, will come, right? But if you don't know what you're writing about, you're never going to start writing to get that practice. Right. So knowing who you're talking to is going to be absolutely crucial. It's a non-negotiable for this. And then finding those women, right? You need to know what it is because if you have access to those women already, what if I'm one of those women? You can just pick my brain and I'll tell you, Mary, when it comes to obedience, I need to know how to do X, Y, and Z and blah, 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 blah. But if I don't know that I'm your target person, then I don't really feel like I need to be sharing what I'm interested in, right? Right. Makes sense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So frequency bi-weekly, I think is a great, especially because you already have ideas. I think it's a great start. And then if, and when you get to a point where you can block off time to write more frequently, and you do have that just like running list of content ideas, then you can increase your frequency. But I think for consistency purposes, just so that you can stay on target for meeting the goal of putting something out bi-weekly, that is going to be doable. It's attainable. Mm-hmm. Me too. When will you start this blog? When will you launch your first blog post? And at this point, you already know you have ideas. You just have to kind of fine tune the, the foundational stuff. And that could take, you know, let's just say a month. But ideally, when will you post your first blog? What about around December? What about it? 
I'm thinking so that I have time to do have enough things to actually post, I can take the next three months and write once a week and then maybe in December launch it and use those three months of things that I've written to have planned out for the next, the first three months of being out there. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It sounds like you want to have a boatload of content before you dig in when you don't know if that content's going to land. I mean, yeah, true. It sounds like you're finding a way to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. How far in advance do you want to be having content ready? At least topics. Cause you're going to be writing once a week, right? Right. And then you're only posting content every other week. So you actually have in a month, you'll have two months of content. True. I think I want to be at least two months ahead, like you said. So you really only need a month. Yeah. And you do have to do some research, which is fine. Let's think about this. When do you want to have your ideal person, your ideal reader, like pinned? I still need to do a lot of thinking and praying and fasting about that. Pinned maybe the next two weeks. All right. So we have a check-in in two weeks. I will be checking in with you on that. Okay. Two weeks from now. So we're going to put a date on this because it has to be time specific. This is going to be August 13. Okay. Putting this in a beautiful color. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So by then, you know who you're talking to. Then you can start figuring out what she wants to hear about when it comes to obedience, what she's Googling, what her issues are, what keywords on Pinterest stand out to her, right? Mm -hmm. All right. How do I find that out? I mean, we don't have to talk about it here and now. I know we're almost out of time, but you got to talk to people. You got to find her and you got to ask her. Okay. Market research. So we're going to make this market research. What is she looking for? What keywords? What does she like to search on Pinterest? Okay, market research. Let's say if you have her pinned within two weeks, I'd say you can find some people. You just have to find her, right? Like put a blast out to your network. I can put a blast out to my network. Use your resources and find her, interview her, exchange it for like something, like whatever, people don't do anything for free. So figure it out, right? But whatever you can offer in exchange, you do that. And that could take two weeks. You know, if you really buckle down, you use your work blocks to like get to know a person and just schedule a bunch of calls for like an hour, 10 yeah. minutes each, you know? Yeah. So we'll say by August 30th, today's July 30th. August 30th is 31 days. So... August 30th, interview, complete market research, interviews, et cetera. Yeah, I would definitely like to interview people just mm -hmm. to see where their pain points are when it comes to obedience. And do they even know what obedience actually is? Are they calling it obedience? Yes. That's another thing because you don't want to be marketing obedience. And that's like the scariest word to people. They call it something else. Yep. Do they understand what it is? Yeah. And you I did it a year ago. I, had, I didn't understand it. It, did, it took counseling to really 
finally understand. It also took tears Mm -hmm. (laughs) through tears and my family. So yeah. Yeah. So you know what you're talking about. This is already done. A blog name will come with time, right? We're going to pray about that. I'm going to be praying about that too. And it sounds like launching, you need to launch the blog. Launch by, if you are taking a month to get some feedback and then you want to create a month of content, which you can do in a month, it sounds like that would happen by when? October or November. Which are you going to commit to? Oh, this is scary. Don't be scared. You're good. (laughs) You're being obedient. I know. Jonah was reluctantly obedient. Don't be reluctantly obedient. Well, like I said before, it was a confidence thing, you know? Confidence doesn't come by thinking about it. Confidence comes by doing it. Do it. Yes. Well, yeah. So what's his name? David. It was like, okay, I'm just going to go kill that, that giant. That's it. <laughs> I didn't think of it. November. You know he didn't think of it because he just went for it. Right. November. Okay, November is a good spot. November would give you, let's see. So all of August, all of September, all of October. That's three months. That's a lot of time. So this is a three-month goal for you. Yes. Okay, November what? November 1st is a Tuesday. November, if you wanted like a Monday, November 7th is the first Monday. Yeah, we can do November 7th. Okay, November 7th. You got to figure out if she's a stay-at-home mom, if she's a mom at all because Mondays might not be good because Mondays are crazy for people. So just think about that. That's why knowing who you're talking to is very helpful because you want to know when they consume content. Yeah, true. So let's say by November 7th, that gives you seven days before that. Right. All right. Very good. This is our big, big goal. And then I want you to put dates on the rest of it. I'm going to check back with you throughout the week. And that's going to be part of your homework. So I'll put it on your Asana. Put dates on these milestones. These are milestone items. All right. And when you get to each milestone, you build on the next one, but you can only work on one milestone at a time, just for the sake of like your focus, because we don't want squirrel syndrome, shiny penny syndrome going here, there, and everywhere. Focus on the one thing, finish the one thing, and then move on to the next thing. And you have three months because you're giving yourself more than enough time. We've already established how much time it's going to take to do this and that. You gave yourself an extra month. So there's no excuses here. Okay. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Feelings are terrified. Good. Just because it's it's a big thing. It's a big commitment. I don't know if it's going to work. You know, it's a fear of the unknown mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Is any part of you excited? Yes. I'm very excited. Good. Yeah. Fear is part of it, right? Especially if you've not done this before, because of that fear of failure that you mentioned, I think any person who wants to do something well is going to have that in the back of their mind. But you have to remember that if God gave you the assignment, God is going to see it through, whether it's for five women, for 50 women, for 500 women, however it pans out, you are serving someone. And you just have to think about that one, right? Give her a name whatever her name is, you're serving her. And then whoever relates to her is going to want to read what you have to say. But you always think about her, you know? Yeah, yep. 
using your gifts for God's glory is big, which is why you cannot focus on yourself. You can only focus on him. Right. All right. Let's wrap up and pray. Okay. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time. So much came out of this. This was just such a an insanely fruitful session. I'm so grateful for what you're doing in Mary's life. I'm grateful I get to be a part of it. And I pray, Father, for the women who she is going to impact. I pray for the women who you're giving her influence over. I pray that she would speak to them directly, that you would give her the clarity and understanding surrounding who that woman is, what she's going through, what she needs, how she needs to hear it, that you would just give Mary all the words, you would give her all the ideas, all the understanding, and all the confidence, Lord, that she would just focus on you when she does feel that temptation to focus on her and her iniquities and how she's not equipped or how she's not ready. I pray that you would just interrupt those thoughts and guide her back to the mission that you would show her how to do it, when to do it, and that you would give her a piece about it, that she would have joy throughout this entire process and that you would surround her with the support with the encouragement, all the things, all the resources that she needs, that she would be disciplined, that she would be focused, and that she would be a good steward of this opportunity, of these gifts you've given her, of these passions you've offered um, and put in her heart, and that ultimately everything would point others back to you and that your kingdom and that your reign would be glorified in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Feedback for me today? This was good. Very helpful. It's yeah. very uh, helpful to see it all written out and step by step. Yeah. Even the questions that I should be asking. Yeah. And you'll build on this, right? This is one of those things. It's like a brain dump, right? You have all the ideas. Got to get them out of your head so that they don't swirl around and drive you nuts anymore. So you can't take action on something that's stuck in your head. Put it on paper, commit to it, put a date on it, start executing. Yes. I'm excited for you. Me too. All right, sister. Let me go because Nathaniel's losing his marbles. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you next very soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.